You sound good? I always sound good. Okay. Start it off. Ba-dum bum. Hi. Hi. Welcome back. Welcome. To episode 14. 14. Even though I think this is technically episode 15. Oh yeah? Apparently, <laughs> apparently, apparently we filmed an episode <laughs> last week, which would have been episode 14. Allegedly. And for some reason it's never been uploaded to YouTube. Was this my fault? No, I'll take fault for that. For once, it was her <laughs> fault. It was a. Uh, it was it's a good, off day. Yeah, I mean, you were just a little sleepy. Yeah. I thought it was a great episode. Mm-hmm. I was talking about a lot of cool concepts, and I'm kind of sad that they were lost forever. We'll never talk about them ever again. Well, okay, let's repeat the entire episode from last <laughs> week from memory. Totally. No. Uh, I'll still keep the episode somewhere. Maybe I'll do something, upload it on my own YouTube or something. Great. I don't know. I mean, parts of it. There was good rants in there. Yeah, you could do little clips of it. Plus, it's like, you know, I'm starting off every episode of these now with uh, my current TikTok drama. And of course, there is many. And the last episode that we officially uploaded, do you remember? It was like- just got 100,000. Not even. We were just talking about almost getting 100,000. The last, last one. Right? Because that was a little while ago. Yeah. And then last episode, which hasn't been uploaded. Yes. We talked about how I finally hit 100,000. Yeah. Congrats to me. I'm famous. (laughs) And now I just hit 170,000. That's insane. So. uh, In a week. Pretty much. people. Pretty much. Yeah. Maybe a week and a half. Yeah. Something like that. That's so dope. So I'm I'm closer to 200,000 now. Mm-hmm. So it's been quite a change since the last official episode. Yeah. And I feel like we've missed a lot, even though I probably talked about a bunch of it. Mm-hmm. And we'll never know. You have so much more responsibility now. Yeah, that's kind of where we left <laughs> off with the last episode. Yeah. Was, uh, I mean, the last one we uploaded was uh, all the, all the, it's like Spider-Man, mm-hmm. you know? I have, I have a lot of responsibility with great power comes great responsibility. And I'm noticing my power more and more. Yeah. Today, yet again, just more, the power grows. <laughs> I got to not let it get to my head, but it is quite the, uh, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we can oh, get. Oh, too. We were at the beach. Yeah. And we were walking to a beach bar. Allegedly, we were at the beach. Coronavirus. We're on quarantine. <laughs> we did not go to the beach last week and this week. Yeah. And then go to a house party the day after the beach. We're definitely social distancing. Totally. You know? I mean, our state's open. Yeah. So. It's not against. We we were on lockdown for two months. Yes. And we did the thing. And we took it seriously. But Donald J. Trump only paid me for one month <laughs> and I gave him one month free. Mm-hmm. And until I get another coronavirus payment in the mail, my state's open and I'm going to party. Okay. <laughs> but yes, we went to the beach. But yes. And so you were in front of us and us girls were behind you and you were walking and then these girls passed us and the one turns around, looks at you and goes to her friend and be like, oh my God, do you know who that is? Is and that for real? Like, yeah. I never heard that. Yeah. And then they like walked by as I like, we like kept walking. So I couldn't hear if she like said your name or whatever, but I knew I'm in sure. that moment. I'm sure it happens. It's <laughs> she bound was on to TikTok. Yeah, yeah. And she knew you from there. Especially there. There was a lot of younger people there. Yeah. You know, it's spring break time. Well, I guess now it's technically not spring Summer. break, but yeah. But there was a big YouTuber who was there. Yeah. The Nelk Boys. If you guys know Nelk Boys, from YouTube, they have like, well, it's a kind of a long story, but we didn't know that at the time. So we were walking by, you heard those girls say that. Mm -hmm. And then we were hanging out with some other friends 
and apparently there was a lot of drama. There was this big crowd that like. Oh, that was before. This is when we're going to the first beach that, bar or that, going up to yeah, the Yeah, that's right. It was early in the day. Yeah. But later, I because you had told me that. And then later during the day when I realized the Nelk boys were there, I was like, yeah. oh, that makes sense why there's all these like younger people here. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't doubt it. They're probably heavy on social media. And, yeah. and the reason I'm bringing that up is because, well, one, we hung out with a bunch of different friends and we were doing, we were we had a bunch of friends who had hotels down there. We were kind of bouncing between two different groups. Mm -hmm. And uh, one guy got a little, got a little drunk and a little feisty. <laughs> and he did not like that these famous YouTubers yeah. were taking over our beach. So he went up and caused a whole controversy with them mm -hmm. and started yelling <laughs> at them like a, like an angry Karen being like, get off my lawn. You get off my beach. You crazy kids. We don't want you here. He didn't sound country because no. uh, not at all, but he was not happy about them being here. And uh, he, he, we're not close friends. You know, I know him as an acquaintance and I didn't yeah. know what to do. I was, I was just standing in the background like, is he joking? Or I thought is he... it was hilarious. Yeah, it was funny <laughs> at first, but then he just kept going. I know, then it went and on for like all these, 20 minutes. All these high school kids are looking at it. It's like a group of like, I don't know, maybe they're college kids. You can't even tell anymore when you're my age. It's the one like, girl I started talking to was 16. So Yeah, okay. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. So I'm sitting here like, this guy's about to get jumped by 400, uh, like, yeah. 18 year olds like bro calm down it's not that serious it's a public beach uh i mean no offense to you i mean shout out to you too but uh yeah so at a certain point i thought he was just kidding mm -hmm. and then i, know, I was so like I. and then it didn't stop and even the kids started laughing and uh then at a certain point he just kept going and I was like, Oh, he's not kidding. And nobody was doing anything about yeah. it. And he's not, a, I'm not a close enough friend to be like, go on and pull him off. Yeah. And, but I, w I was like, I got to go get involved here because somebody has got to shut this down. And I'm like, I walk into this whole group of these swarming fans of the Nelk boys who have 4.8 million. And I didn't know this at the <laughs> time. I just knew there was a famous YouTuber down yeah. there. And uh, they're all looking at me and I'm like, hey guys, what's up? Sorry about him. Uh, what's your YouTube? I'm going to subscribe. And I just went the whole like, let's be friends. You yeah. know, like don't, don't shit on these kids. They're just having a fun time. And they just looked at me and a bunch of them were staring at me like they knew who I was. And it was <laughs> like, do you guys know who I am? Like, yeah. that's kind of, and they were like, oh, we're following the Nelk boys too. And I was like, oh, Nelk boys. I think I already follow you on YouTube because I've heard of them Yeah, and they're big. And then I checked and it was like 4.8 million followers or something, yeah, but I kind of diffused the situation mm -hmm. and they kind of, but the looks I was getting was like, cause they're in that age yeah. group who are heavy on TikTok. I hope this is an episode. Dude, I, if I got to follow they had them, their cameras and, and stuff. And the Nelk boys are on TikTok too. Yeah. So, and of course they have a bigger audience than me, but they're, they're definitely not as known as me on the platform. They're mm -hmm. probably much more known in general yeah. because of YouTube, but on the platform, I, you know, people know who I am yeah. <laughs> and I leave a mark. So yeah. just the way people are looking at me, it's hard to tell because, and I'm wearing a hat and stuff and I don't usually wear a hat in my video. So mm -hmm. it's like, they're kind of looking like, is that, I don't know. <laughs> and I don't know. It's starting to be like these weird vibes because yeah. I have this assumption of like, if I see young people, they probably are like 50, 50 chance. I know me. who you are yeah. or I've seen you before yeah. and it's either going to be, and it's not like, like a cocky thing or anything. It's like a safety thing because too, yeah. half the people are going to hate me. <laughs> half the people are going to love me. Yeah. And I just have to be super aware of my surroundings, yeah. but I think I made a good impression. And then they were looking at me and they were happy that I came in and kind of diffused it. Mm -hmm. And they were filming with all these cameras. And I'm like, wouldn't that be funny <laughs> if they end up putting up this YouTube video of this angry Karen guy yeah. and the guy that comes in and is like, makes it all cool is like me. Yeah. And they're like, is that Nick from TikTok?" <laughs> 
yes, that was me. You know, I, as much as I'm an asshole on TikTok, and I'm not, I'm a fun guy, but you know, Allegedly. people, people have their opinions, <laughs> but in real life, you know, I'm, I'm not a type of dude that's like, no. fuck you guy. It's like, yeah. I want to make everybody have fun. And you're very friendly. Yeah. So I think mm -hmm. it was, a, I hope I end up on their channel and somebody like spots me out in the background. Cause I'm just standing <laughs> in the back the whole time while they're filming our friend yeah. yelling at them. And I'm just standing back there <laughs> laughing. Like, <laughs> is anybody going to do anything? I guess I am as usual. Yeah. <laughs> and then I pull them off and I was like, bro, you realize that guy is a big YouTuber. I don't give a shit. I'm like, okay, but do you realize that they're filming you from four different angles right now? I don't give a shit. And I was like, yeah, but do you realize they have 4.8 million <laughs> followers? And he's like, I don't give a shit. You know, he's still, cause he's, you know, drunk or whatever, yeah. but everybody else is like, bro, you're going to end up looking embarrassing as shit on their YouTube <laughs> channel. And now that I found him on TikTok, I'm like, I hope they like post a little short video yeah. on TikTok. I and want I, to see that. That'd just be so funny if somebody it puts it together. Because I, like I swear some of those kids knew who I was. They were just looking at me like. Yeah. It's it's hard to describe, <laughs> but, it, you know, you see different vibes. I know how it was before and how it is now. And it's yeah. just a it's just a different vibe. But, yeah, and you had told me that. Like, those girls were like, do you know who that is? Yeah. And if you're in that age group, like, there's a good chance you know who I am if you're happen? on TikTok. Like, no. I knew it was going to happen today, but it happened, like, so soon into it. Yeah. That is so funny. Good. Yeah. But there were so many people out. Yeah. So many people. <laughs> so what do you think about that with the coronavirus thing? Because also I posted some videos on TikTok from last week when we were at the beach. And, you know, I make a joke like yeah. we don't get, you know, the we caption was we like <laughs> when the government tells you to self dist uh self quarantine and social distance and then we're just on the beach saying we, we don't care, care we, we don't care, care. or uh, no it was a different <laughs> it was care. i'm here to tell you right now i don't care we don't we care. don't care yeah, whatever yeah. whatever Something it was like that, yeah. the point was that was the <laughs> joke and my comments got filled i mean i'm always uh, just trolling people anyway so this was just another troll mm -hmm. and people were pissed even my own audience was like bro i usually really like your jokes but this one this was not it too this far. was this was not cool, bro. <laughs> but then other people started doing duets of me uh, to their audience, being like, "Look at this asshole thinking he's above the quarantine and like this is a uh, survival or um uh Darwin what is it not Darwinism but natural selection." Yeah. And their comments got flooded with people standing up for me, being like, "Actually, bro, I mean it's kind of not that serious." And he's funny, whatever you say, he's pretty funny. But then my own comments were like bro, not cool. It was just really <laughs> weird, but whatever. I'm used to the hate either way, Yeah. but it was half a joke, but also we don't have quarantine here anymore. Yeah. And we were inside for two months yes. and I don't know a single person and who's we're gotten at the beaches and on the beach, yeah. the towels and everything. There's a lot of things people. going on. It's like, and it was a little test. We went to the beach and, but we had other friends who came to meet us. So it was our first time kind of meeting people outside yeah. of quarantine, especially in a public place. Mm -hmm. That was a week and a half ago. Yeah. Not a single one of them has gotten sick, mm -hmm. has told us anything. Yeah. We haven't gotten sick and we went another week and we certainly weren't being paranoid about it. Yeah. We weren't wearing masks. And you know, half the people right now who aren't in Florida or at the beach are probably like, you assholes, like just hearing us say this. But mm -hmm. it's not like we're not we're not one of these like rubbing it in your face or like pretending like this isn't a real thing. It's yeah. just it is at a certain point a little over exaggerated if nobody knows anybody i don't even know a person who knows a person know. who's been sick yeah. and i know they exist i'm not one of these conspiracy theorists thinking like this is nothing and <laughs> it's all lies <laughs> of course there's people who are sick in in new york city yeah or uh, i've heard people like 
famous podcasters who know somebody who knows somebody who has a horror story. Yeah. Sure, there are people who are sick, but it is not the Black Plague. Yeah. It's not. And everybody in my comments was saying like, yeah, you're acting like you don't get sick, but it takes two weeks to, or I was like, I waited four days because that's like when the symptoms are supposed to start. Mm -hmm. And I posted another video being like mocking, you know, mm -hmm. guys, I'm still not sick. What's going on here? And we posted a video pretending to be like, <laughs> guys, I don't know what you're <laughs> so serious about. <laughs> Can I visit just, you know, keep trolling, <laughs> just keep trolling. And uh, I waited the four days, which is the usual onset of symptoms. And I said, guys, I'm still not sick. And I posted a tweet about it. And I still got flooded with comments being like, how dare you, bro? It takes two weeks before you get sick. It You're does, probably going to die. It can take up to two weeks. Yeah. And that's the that's the contagious period and the incubation period. But the symptoms for most people who display symptoms mm. is four to five days. That's yeah. the medium day. So I've been social distancing kind of um, in the sense with my mom, like not really hugging her and stuff, but we kind of broke that not too long and ago. And you're in her house. I mean, it's yes. gonna spread if it's gonna, if it was yes. as serious as they're making it sound, yeah. six feet away and wear but a face mask. I was eating jerky and I gave her, a, like she wanted some. And so I just gave her my jerky stick and she Coronavirus. did it. I had a dream last night that I killed my mother because of that. Wow. Well, there, <laughs> it, it freaked me the, the fuck out. The thing is, it can like, happen. Just because a bite of a, yeah. like a sausage, a, it jerky. could happen. Oh my gosh. It and and I fine. understand that, but I'm not on the beach, fine. <laughs> uh, on the beach partying and then going to the nursing home and ha shaking hands. I'm, yeah. I'm going home. Mm -hmm. I, the only people I'm interacting with are other people on the beach. Yeah. If you're an old person or a sick person or somebody with an immune deficiency, no, you shouldn't be, on, you should yeah. not be on the beach. Mm -hmm. It's kind of your responsibility to keep yourself isolated. Yeah. I'm also not going up coughing on but I get it. I understand it's a very political, politically torn thing. Mm -hmm. But we win again another week, and then we win again another day, and we're still, I don't know anybody who's sick, yeah. nobody we interacted with. How serious do you expect people to take? And they're saying we're going to stay indoors till fall or till there's a vaccine. Oh, gosh. That's not going to happen. Yeah. I am not taking it that seriously. Mm -hmm. I'm just not. You have to at least see something more than yeah. a statistic I'll reported wear my on masks the, though when i go out to public places um, i will too now so people don't recognize and me everything yeah so because i'm so famous and people are just going to be like is that do you know who that is so now <laughs> i can probably still recognize I know. you because you had a hat and sunglasses on yeah uh, yeah I don't you're know. just that tall and you have a yeah well it's hard just, to tell it's hard to tell from videos versus real life. Thinking. People don't ever understand how tall I am until they see me in real life. Even on Weave, yeah. when I was very famous on Weave, I was the top creator on Weave, famous. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was a small app, but everybody knew me on that app. And then we met up in Denver for the like WeaveCon yeah. where everybody came and met up. Um, and they were like, holy shit, you're way taller than I thought. Even though they knew I was really tall. Yeah. You just don't really, you can't tell from video what people no, I know, but really this, look you like. You have put on videos. Of True. Like, I mean, they know I'm tall, but it's yeah. still, it's, so you, you're not used yeah. to seeing me. Um, yeah, uh, I just, it's a, it's hard to take the thing too serious. And you know, when we first started, go back to our earlier episodes, I was telling you that yeah. I was taking it very seriously. And I was mm -hmm. like, we need to prepare. And I know this is coming because I'm listening to the experts and all of that. But the experts have been changing their mind left and right too. Yeah, It's not airborne. It is airborne. Don't wear face masks. Do wear face masks. All that. It's like at a certain point. I just have to see somebody who's gotten sick before mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, now it's serious. You and know, two, our immune systems are extremely healthy. Yeah, that doesn't mean we can't get it and pass it on, and that's but, the thing. But yeah. I'm, I'm careful. I'm not hanging out with my parents. Yeah. I'm not going to visit my. You are. <laughs> your, your, your mom is in the, uh, in the 
age group. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, at yeah. risk group, but she seems pretty healthy too. But and she's, she's, she's she, still young for yeah. that age group too. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, I've told her too, like, we can stay distanced and uh, do these like workouts and stuff. But, but stay tuned for till next week's like episode and see if see if we're sick and hospitalized <laughs> oh or if your mom is dead. <laughs> oh R.I.P. Mom. Uh, but no, it's just guys. I think at a certain point we and the thing is, you can't wait till the vaccine anyways, and that's not going to come for a long time, and that's not a cure everybody still is going to get the virus at some point. Our goal was to flatten the curve and not overwhelm the hospitals. And many hospitals are reporting that they are completely empty. Yeah. That they're not overstat in certain areas, New York city. I'm sure they're having problems, Mm -hmm. but that's a different kind of city where there's millions of people all doing public transport together. Yeah. Down here. I see nothing. And they're saying that, uh, you know, vitamin D deficiency is a real, yeah. is a link to people who are really getting hit hard with this mm-hmm. and vitamin D in general boosts your immune system. So being out in open air in the hot weather, yeah. s- spread apart in the sun mm-hmm. while you're healthy, I'm just, I'm not buying it. Yeah, I, I, I'm in our state's opened up and I'm not seeing anything to be super concerned about. Yeah. I still wash my hands yes. and uh, I don't cough on old people. So knowing that it's coming back in the fall too, it's, I don't think it, I mean, of course it'll probably hit hard down here, but like not as hard too, because it's always still like sunny and warm here. Yeah. I feel and like they're saying that be, it is, it's worse in colder environments yeah. versus hot so environments. Like, ooh, up yeah. north. That's going to suck even more. If you've and been that's inside where the this entire time. That's where the places are getting hit hardest anyways, yeah, is yeah. like Michigan, New York city, mm-hmm. New Jersey. And I don't think it's a coincidence that that's Northern climates that are already getting less sunlight Yeah, and they're staying indoors and it's colder mm-hmm. and they haven't been outside this whole year because it's been winter. Yeah. So everybody, and that's worse for your immune system. Mm-hmm. And you know, you're probably eating shit food and drinking yeah, more because what else food. are you going to do? Yeah. So it's probably hitting you twice as hard. I just, uh, yeah, but I, it's such, here. it's such a political debate right now and it's fall it's so weird that both sides are falling down just on political lines whether you're a republican or a democrat that you think and it's like a virus doesn't care what your politics are and i'm not judging it based on my politics i'm just judging it based on my eyes Mm -hmm. you know and at a certain point i'm down to get it yeah i I give it to me let me get it let me build the antibodies let me get over it it's gonna happen Mm -hmm. it's not going away it's a virus that's here to stay and i'm like look i understand i could be a vector point i will stay i go to the beach i stay home Mm -hmm. i don't i work from home i'm not out there doing things i barely even go to the store yeah I don't think I'm the one who's who's spreading the virus everywhere, but people are just <laughs> half of them are just jealous that I'm posting on the beach while they haven't left their house in probably six months yeah. or longer. I could not. Yeah. I would move, but then again, you can't move. No, I mean you can, but <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I guess they let you over state Stressful lines, this time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I guess we'll see, you know, it is, it, there's a bit of hubris, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm sitting here posting content, rubbing it in like, ha yeah. and then if I do get hit, people are like, it's going to be sweet irony if Nick dies of coronavirus. And I even left a comment, like, even I would appreciate the irony. Yeah, I would, you know, I'm not, I'm not thinking I'm immune to it, but. So my mom's boyfriend transports, um, really nice cars across a uh, country and stuff. And he's been going up to Maine a lot. And Maine, I guess, is like super crazy where you have to, yeah, Yeah. masks everywhere. Any place that you go into, you have to wear a mask. And I think businesses and everything close very early too. 
So it's been really well, tough. See, that type of stuff, if this is something that is spreading Work. just so easily through the air, just close contact, the shit that I'm seeing is just not effective to stop that. I understand masks to a certain point stop particles from coming out. That's one thing. But when you're saying like, oh, we're going to have people come into the grocery store and that's fine. But if we close at 9 p.m., somehow that's going to stop the virus. Like the virus can spread at fucking 3 p.m. Yeah. What are we talking about I think here? It's like help the workers. too. No, so it's a bunch of fake. Exposure. It's a bunch it's of pretending we're doing something to make people feel better. Yeah. That's not actually accomplishing things. And I could give some great examples about here, too. But we have to take a commercial break and maybe we'll get back into this topic oh, right after this break. A commercial break. Yeah, get the commercial ready and we'll be right back. <laughs> so speaking of our first commercial break, you know how we've been making jokes this whole ah. podcast, 13 episodes about how we have no sponsors, but we're taking commercial breaks. Well, we have officially gotten our first quality time sponsorship. Yes. Aaron, you want to let them know who is our sponsor today? Yes, it's Chunky Cookies. Okay, I'm going to have to get her Instagram I think it was chunky cookies underscore Tampa or something. Aaron, like that. did you already mess up the first ad read of our of our sponsor? I know. I was you so had one job because I didn't even know what the what the sponsorship was. But here's all I know is they're absolutely delicious. We were sponsored by a new startup cookie company. And you want to know how much we got paid? This tray of cookies. cookies. There were more. <laughs> Free cookies. As you can tell, the tray is not full, and some of these cookies look half eaten because, let's be honest, we we're, we're in ourselves. quarantine. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I like some cookies. I know. I definitely went to town on, on that peanut butter. What was it called? The. Yeah, PBAF. PBAF, it was. It had like uh, uh, Reese's pieces. pieces in it. It had yeah. a Reese's peanut butter cup. It even was like a peanut butter cookie. Yeah. And these are like big mound cookies. Yeah. Oh, they're so this good. This is like oh, it's good. the size of your hand. Yeah, it's it's about the size of uh, what your... I want to make Five like a, cookies. I want to make a fat joke, but I think that even the cookie is smaller than most people will be when they eat all these cookies. Uh, <laughs> the point is, the cookies are delicious. Yes. I felt kind of bad eating them all because <laughs> I've been trying to diet lately, and then she shows up with this delicious tray. They're of, so freaking good! Oh my god, they are so good. That's yes. why I couldn't wait. And we were like, we're gonna eat these on air, and I was like, no, we will I'm gonna have eat a link them before. Or below. Yeah, we'll put a link in there. Yeah. But well, now, I, now I got to do work. But yeah, we'll okay, I'm down Instagram. for it. Sure. Not in the video. Yeah. But she is a, a friend of Aaron's and she is yes. starting up a cookie company. Yes. And she was like, can I be your first sponsor? And I was like, hell yeah. Cookies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You could do that. Let's go pay you on cookies. And they yes. really, they really are delicious. So guys support our friends, cookie startup they and are. go to her Instagram, which we will link in the YouTube description below. Yes. And uh, go purchase some cookies from her. It's in yeah. the Tampa area because she's doing delivery. Yes, or pickup. Especially yeah. for coronavirus, so it's mm -hmm. very efficient. Yeah. Uh, Out-of-state orders, I guess, are a no-go right now. Yeah. Unless you just want some really stale cookies sent your way. <laughs> but definitely. Yeah. Tampa area. Definitely will get her to expand because, I mean, this podcast is blowing up. Mm -hmm. So soon, she's going to have so many orders, she's going to have to just start buying uh a whole warehouse yeah, and a bakery. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm down. Support you guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely down to support too. I just have to be very, um, uh, 
you know, I got to hold myself back from the cookies. Mm-hmm. I can't eat so many cookies. We <laughs> went out when we were drinking at the house party. It was a dope house uh, party, by the way. Thanks, guys, for inviting us. Yeah. It was our friends. Um, a lot of fun. I, again, shouldn't probably throw all these names out because who knows if they want to be on here. Uh, well, they do. <laughs> They've talked about wanting to be on the podcast, but uh, either way, what's the point of name dropping? Uh, but we got invited to this awesome house party. Mm-hmm on the bay it was like a it's like an airbnb mansion not a mansion but it was a big house yeah giant uh has a pool had a dock has paddle boards has pool table kayaks all of the it was nice Mm -hmm. bunch of girls there because of course the the person who invited us of course is surrounded by all the chicks (laughs) um and uh we go to the house party and we're I had been dieting the whole week. I was doing so good. And then we got so drunk at the beach and we ate a bunch of crap food. And then we go to the house party. And of course they got all the snacks and all the foods. Mm -hmm. So I'm getting drunk again and eating everything. And then we went home and we ordered, (laughs) we got checkers checkers on the way home, the triple burger plus this, but then we went to another party and they had snacks. Mm -hmm. And then we come home and I ate like the whole cookie. And these are like giant (laughs) ass cookies. And I just woke up hating myself. <laughs> and then I ate another one today, actually. So I was like, uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to eat one of these on the podcast. But trust me, they were delicious. Yes, um, absolutely. So I have to I have to try to. I'll have know. her menu, too, on my page. I'll post it on my page as well. On um, your Instagram? Mm-hmm. Okay. Follow Aaron on Instagram, too. Yeah. At Aaronacious underscore 21. Mm-hmm. Look at me. I'm so good. <laughs> I'm so good at the plugs, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, that's exciting. We got our mm-hmm. first sponsorship. This podcast is really blowing up. It we is. also have um, seven hundred. We crossed our seven hundredth YouTube subscriber, yeah. which doesn't sound like a lot, oh, it but does. it really does <laughs> because we started and we thought we were going to do like hundreds of episodes before we even got yeah. any ball rolling. I thought we were always going to be at just like hundred and ten, yeah. like our friends, yeah. just like. <laughs> which I was down for. I mean, I was just doing it for fun, yeah. and I'm still doing it for fun, mm-hmm. but it happened to coincide with me starting on TikTok, and we're driving some traffic now. And the thing is, I haven't even promoted it at all. I mean, I talk about it in my live streams. Most Mm -hmm. of that is like not even trying. So I think I heard in your live stream, sorry to cut you off, but that someone was saying, like talking about our podcast and about like my voice. Oh yeah, somebody (laughs) said that we're like Howard Stern and Robin. If you know Howard Stern show. I know. Howard Stern is a famous radio show host. Yeah. He's kind of like an early podcaster, but it wasn't podcast. It was terrestrial radio. Very famous. But he's known for being very provocative mm-hmm. and saying all kinds of things. And yeah. that's me. Yeah. But Robin is like his sidekick. And she's like a very just calming voice. Yeah. Of, she's like a woman. She's a, I think she's black. I mean, I know she's black. I don't know why I'm like, I think she's black, <laughs> but I'm just, you know, Aaron doesn't know. Yeah. Um, and she is just like kind of the voice of reason and mm-hmm. groundedness, but not judgmental. And yeah. I don't know, she has a good radio voice. Robin does. And even, I, and so somebody said that and I was like, yes, that's spot on. Because when I listen back to our podcast, I kind of always think of that yeah. is like, Aaron is like the Robin of the Howard Stern because I'm such like the provocative shit talker. That's cool. And then you do have like a really good radio voice. It's just we have a relationship unlike no, Howard yeah. and Robin. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just like partners. I have partners. A voice for radio? Yeah, just not a face for <laughs> it. Know. You have a face for Pornhub though. Oh, for sure. So it's perfect. 
Yeah. So somebody did say that and I was like, that's <laughs> spot on. Cause I literally was thinking that several times when I would watch our podcast back, awesome. like, yeah, Eric could do this. She's got that good, uh, sidekick vibe going on. Yeah. She could never be the main star like no. me, but no. And I that, don't want that responsibility. I know. <laughs> if only you could take over the editing, that'd be awesome. Uh, but no, I'll do it. Uh, you don't want me to do that. No. Cause I've already asked a bunch if you'd let me help you. <laughs> If you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. I totally 100%. That's why I leave you to do the dishes. (laughs) And the cooking. Yes. (laughs) I'll do the podcasting. You do the dishes and the cooking. Uh, Wow, this is making me sound even more misogynist. (laughs) Get in the kitchen. Do the woman's work. (laughs) But it's a good dynamic for us Mm -hmm. because this is what I'm good at. And if there's one thing I'm not good at, it's doing the dishes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you are good at doing that. No. (laughs) <laughs> not no, cooking. I don't like it. Just kidding. You are good at cooking. I don't have passion for that. I don't have passion to do it. Sure you do. No, I don't. You're so good at it. You're just over there humming and <laughs> smiling and looking out the window. and. Oh, well, yeah. Definitely yeah, looking out the window. You're great at it. I'm just, I admire you from afar. Just like, yeah. Here's another dish. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, Aaron. <laughs> so I'm like already done turning uh, off been, the water. Oh, here's five more. I've, that been, I've been stacking hoarding. all of these in my office <laughs> for all day of snacking. Here you go. Here's one more. <laughs> no, no, but it is uh, true because, you know, it takes a lot of time to do this stuff and mm-hmm. uh, it's good to, uh, it's good to have a partner. For sure. Yeah. So <laughs> you're my little Robin that I also bang. <laughs> It's a good partnership. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned for that episode. <laughs> so, in news today, mm-hmm. what happened? About the big controversy with a, the police officer. Oh, about me or about in real news? Is that with the police? Yeah, officer? I thought you were. I thought you were oh, still yeah. talking about like TikTok, TikTok. drama because there's a lot of that. Uh, <coughs> I don't think it was today. <coughs> Coronavirus. <laughs> um, it was yesterday, I think. Okay. Um, uh, his name was George Floyd, mm-hmm. which I was doing a live stream last night. And again, a lot of people were asking me like, what do you think about George Floyd? And I was literally like, who is George Floyd? I don't know who that is. And people yeah. were probably like, how dare you? I didn't have time to really look into it. I had heard about the video, mm-hmm. but I didn't know his name. Now I know his name. Yeah. Um, I saw it more this morning. Yeah. Cause I showed, I had really, well that video you showed, me, I but saw I the headline yesterday stories. and I just kind of already put the pieces together because you know the story when you see the headline yeah. and you see the picture of a cop kneeling on this guy's neck everybody knows the story right now i'm sure especially by the time this goes up of mm-hmm. um you know police officer was arresting a black man in minneapolis and uh, his name's george floyd and all i had heard was he was being arrested for fraud or for it turns out it was forgery just a 20 dollars bill that was like fake oh my god which look whatever the cops have to arrest people and i understand yeah. that but it's a non-violent crime yeah. a lot of these situations not to you know these i do have a lot of opinions on this and a lot of these situations is the guy is a, an armed robbery suspect, you know, whether what in other situations, oh. other situations where people, the Black Lives Matter movement gets all up in arms and says, like, how dare you? And it's always a tragedy when somebody dies, especially mm-hmm. before they're proven guilty. I'm totally yes. on that side. But mm-hmm. there is a big difference of a cop who is on edge because he knows this guy is a violent criminal who had a gun and just create uh, committed an armed robbery yeah. versus somebody who was forging a $20 bill. That's not a violent criminal. Yeah. OK, you don't need to be that fucking serious about it. And I didn't know the backstory. I only saw the headline and I hadn't even watched the video yet, but I already saw the picture and I was thinking like, 
that's fucked up. That yeah. was my gut instinct is that's fucked up. But I watched the For video today. Minutes. I watched the video yeah. and it was heartbreaking. Yeah. Fucking heartbreaking, man. That shit's, that's so, and the thing is people were saying that he was actually resisting arrest. And again, that's where my thought process is. I want to hear all the sides because a lot of people freak out just because they want to make a political narrative out of it mm -hmm. and say it's a white cop against a black guy. And there is that to talk about yes. for sure. But a lot of times you dig in and you're like, oh, he was fighting the cops. He was trying to grab his gun or whatever. I don't want to make any judgments until I see it. Mm -hmm. And I see so, saw the video and I saw other angles of the video. I watched on YouTube. They have a restaurant owner released oh, um, uh, security camera footage from like the corner of the store yeah. where the cops are. He didn't fight those cops. Oh, he didn't do yeah. anything. He was obviously in his car not wanting to be arrested, but they got him out, got him in handcuffs, brought him to the street. Yeah. And then somehow took him all the way across the crosswalk to their police car. Literally, he's complying the whole time in handcuffs. And I don't even see where it went wrong yeah. at that point. And the only other video you see is him on the ground. So that video didn't show them putting him on the ground? No, not at all. Mm -hmm. They saw him. It's like a street, like there's, uh, uh, there's a street this way and there's a street this way. And they're over The security camera is filming them over here, arresting him, getting his passengers out of the car, arresting him, bringing him over here up against this wall, sitting him down, standing him up. He's already in handcuffs. Yeah. The camera's filming him. They walk across the street with him through the crosswalk to other cop cars that are up the street. And that's all the security camera shows. And they had said in a police report, like he was fighting and resisting arrest. He was not resisting shit. Yeah. Maybe they took him up the street to put him in the car. And he was like, what the fuck? Come on, let me go. Either fucking way, he's in handcuffs. Yeah, he's not where, you, gonna, like, what are we talking about where here? Where's he going to go? <laughs> and I don't know how it escalates from that to him being on the ground underneath a car yeah. being yeah. and the guy kneels on his neck. And literally the guy is begging, like, come on, please don't kill me. Yeah. Please get off me. I cannot breathe. You hear him just begging for his life. And that cop is looking dead as shit. Just doesn't give a fuck. The, yeah. the bystanders are filming him yeah. saying, bro, get off him. And how fucking, dude, the I The one cop in front of him too isn't oh turning around to even see what's going on. That like surprises me And when I think about too. situations like that, yeah. I think like, man, if I was there, I would fucking tackle that cop. But would you really? Yeah. Because you might get shot or you might go to jail or what? There's so much, you know, these people are watching this poor man die and they want nothing more than to fucking help. help. And, yeah. and there's nothing they can do because they're surrounded by police officers. Yeah. It's a horrible situation and as much as i have talked about these issues in the past and not on this podcast and not even really on tiktok but on facebook over the years there are some situations where i'm like look the cops have a very tough job and if you're if you're fighting the cops things can escalate and the cops are not perfect but they also have a very tough job to do mm -hmm. but this one looks like a cut and dry that was totally unnecessary. Yeah. That was just straight up murder, heartlessness, mm -hmm. just awful. So I was on Reddit and they were asking, someone asked a question to like ask Reddit about it to the cops and someone um, from Minneapolis who like is either a lawyer or something or a police officer, ex-police officer, he was saying that you do not learn that. No. That is not something that no. you learn when you were a police officer. This guy just put his knee on his neck yeah. and held him there. That's like, not, that, that is, is not completely wrong. I've had to choke people out before where fights have started and I've had to like put people in chokeholds to stop them from punching my friend or get escalating the fight because people get drunk and I'm a big dude and I feel like it's on me to step in sometimes because I know how to kind of put some 
somebody in a chokehold and put them out. Mm -hmm. And there's been times where I put a guy in a chokehold and I know he's going to go to sleep. Yeah. You know he's going to fall asleep and you have to be aware. And like his friends are like coming at me and I have to like hold them off while holding this guy. And still in my brain, I'm thinking, I don't want this guy to die. He went limp, drop him. Yeah. And then I have to deal with these other guys. And little, I'm not a trained police officer. I'm barely even a trained fighter. I just have, I'm a big dude and I know basic defense moves. Yeah. If something starts escalating and I have to step in to save somebody from getting knocked unconscious because I don't want to see somebody die in front of me. Mm -hmm. And even I know, like I've been holding this guy for 30 seconds. Yeah. yeah he's going to pass out and he's going to get brained it. And I just drop him on the ground and he wakes up and he's fine. Yeah. But he, he realizes, okay, don't fuck with it. This fucking cop knows that. Mm -hmm. He's trained on chokeholds and he's not, he's not subduing that man. He's putting it on his neck, on his artery while yeah. this guy is begging. And it was nine minutes, oh, nine, nine oh, minutes. I thought it was seven. I, I thought that that's was what I heard too. Up. But I, I heard one of the lawyers again, there's so many, you never know all the information. There's so many conflicting things yeah. all the time, but either way, seven minutes, nine, nine minutes. minutes. Yeah. It takes that's 30 awful. seconds to put somebody unconscious max. Yeah. And if you hold them in that position for a minute or two, they can get brain dead like it's not it doesn't take much you're cutting off the blood supply to the fucking brain yeah and this cop is literally just sitting there while they're while his buddies and people on the street are filming him saying are you really gonna kill him right now and he's just like looking at them like i don't give a fuck mm. and i don't know this guy i don't know the cop i don't it just it just fucking feels gross it yeah. feels awful it feels evil I don't know, man. I don't. And the thing is, uh, again, I'm thinking that cop is this horrible racist. There was this picture that came out, but it yeah. turns out it was it's somebody else. There's so much propaganda. You can't know what's that true. That wasn't him? I guess not. I don't, <laughs> that's what I saw. I don't yeah. know. But so I don't want to put out false information. However, yeah. when I watched the security camera footage from the building, yeah. It wasn't that cop who originally arrested him. It was two other cops who arrested him. So I don't even know what happened when they crossed in the street how it ended up with this other cop who's on his, who's kneeling on his yeah. neck. And so I'm thinking like, is this cop somehow forced to do this because of another cop told him to, and he doesn't know what to do. And he, it's like his first day. I don't know. Yeah. You don't know. Like, True. and you know, everybody is just going to look at that guy and say, you are this evil racist. And he might be. Mm -hmm. And either way, I don't have a lot of sympathy for him. But the thing is, you just don't know because they're under pressure of like, I, they're like in this fucking club where like, I can't, I got to do what my boss tells me to, or what yeah. my partner tells me to. And I don't know what's going on. This is my first day. And he's going to get the hate of the world. Mm -hmm. He's going to get all the murder charge. But from what it seemed like, he wasn't even the one who originally arrested the cop yeah, or the guy. Weird. So I don't know what happened, but it yeah. doesn't matter. I know enough to know this guy did not deserve to die. Yes. Especially like that. That For was sure. fucking awful. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, sad. so fucking crazy. Yeah. And uh, it, a lot of people bring it up and compare it to the, um, uh, the, oh, God, I blanked on his name mostly because I'm drinking wine. My name recall always goes away. Um, Eric Gardner. Eric Gardner case happened a few years ago where he was choked by the yeah, police yeah. and that was the hands up. I can't, well, not hands up, don't shoot, but I can't breathe. I can't breathe and yeah. this guy is eerily reminiscent because he, his last words were, I cannot breathe. Yeah. Right. Eric Gardner's situation was also totally unjustified, but he was a big dude 
and the cops had to were arresting him. He was not compliant and the cops were doing anything they could to get him down on the ground and get him subdued. And he died, I think, from a heart attack mm -hmm. and probably from being suffocated while they were they weren't trying to kill him. They were trying to bring him down again, not justifying it. Yeah. But this one was even way worse because this one, the guy was in handcuffs and he was already yeah. on the ground. He was not fighting. They no. weren't trying to get him down. <laughs> this was a straight up, there's no need for this. This isn't like he's a fat dude and had a heart attack because he's out of shape. Yeah. This is this, you straight up yeah. put your knee on his fucking neck for seven minutes, nine minutes, whatever. Yeah. That's so the comparison I think is, mm -hmm. is justified, but also this is way worse than Eric mm -hmm. Gardner. This one is much more justified for outrage as yeah. far as I can see. And I don't know what's going on with that because, mm -hmm. you know, I see there's a lot of protests and there's police doing tear gas and all kinds of things. And it's uh, this type of shit keeps happening. It's going to create a real I mean, it already has created such a divisive political climate in America. And it sucks. It sucks for everybody. It sucks for police who have a very tough job. It sucks for the black community. It sucks for Americans. It sucks for white people. It sucks more for black people. Of course, I understand yeah. the pain that they're feeling, mm -hmm. but it sucks for everybody because everybody feels like they have to pick a side and they have to virtue signal and they have to say, because we all agree that this is awful. Mm -hmm. This should never have happened. Yes. Nobody, nobody. I mean, there's probably some fucking assholes who think that's justified. Fuck those people. Yeah. But I am still understanding of different sides of things i can still have opinions about other situations and understanding like you don't fight the cops and stand up for the cops in some ways as much as i have problems with the police yeah. and i don't like when the mm -hmm. police fuck with me but this just seems like a cut and dry it was not a violent crime he was already under arrest he was begging them not to yeah. they were surrounded by other cops there was no, there was no reason for this. I know. It's fucking awful. So I'm, I'm watching closely to see what happens. And it, a couple more of these happen. I mean, it could be this one. Who knows which one? Where a whole fucking war starts. You know, yeah. a whole, a whole thing pops off in America, and it's not good. It's just not good for anybody, and not it sucks. So, sorry to your family out there, George Floyd, yeah. and uh, I wish more cops would come out and say. Fuck this. I know. Fuck like these we people. are not these fuck cops. These cops. Yeah. And you, the police, it's on the police to stand up against these bad cops and weed out. Like yes. they need retraining. Everyone yeah. needs to go get retrained or like some shit. And like, and then if you do fuck up, like you are held responsible because we just had a training last month. You should not do this or some type of no. shit. Hold that thought. That's a bad note to stop on, but we have to do <laughs> another commercial break. So we'll be right back after this break. And we're back from that horribly sad break right there. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if, uh, I mean, what are your opinions on all this? Have you been following all these situations? Because you're not as politically, like you're not following the news all the time. I'm sure you see the clips of this on on Facebook. No, and yeah, YouTube I saw, and yeah, I saw a few of my friends posting it on their stories and everything and like um, Facebook. But then I watched the video with you. Yeah. And it was that like, I was like holding you like as we were like watching this and I just felt like very, like I kind of like got off a little bit cause I was like getting very- Not like, got off like that. She doesn't no, mean that, no. okay? <laughs> she does get turned on by serial killer documentaries sometimes. That's <laughs> yeah, always, that's different. we're watching some horrible murder scene and she just starts getting turned on and starts like making out with me. That's not what she meant <laughs> no, by getting no. off. No, like just like not touching you anymore. And like, cause I'm getting very, um, Oh, I had the word for it before you like interrupted my thoughts, but it's fine. But like very oh, uncomfortable yeah. because this whole situation was very, 
it was extremely intense to watch that. You're mm -hmm. just watching this guy die for no fucking reason. No He's not reason. resisting. And he has his hands behind his fucking back. And just begging, man. Yes. That's like, so fucking awful. What are you doing? And then just the cop standing in front and not even looking to see How what can his that cop like, partner's doing. Not just be like, get him off? all he has to do is that. say, let me just take my knee off his neck real fast. Yes. Like you don't have that thought process. Put it on his back if no you need shit, to have it dude. somewhere. Like what the fuck? He's not gonna be able to get up. It's gonna be awkward as fuck if your hands are behind your back no. to be able to get up. You just standing there, you'll be able to put him back down. What do you, what is going on here? I hope you they release more video because it's clear that there was another cop next to him. It seemed that way when I was, when I'm watching the video, Yeah. somebody's doing something with him. I want to see how it ended up getting on the ground. I'm sure all this is going to come out. I mean, they mm -hmm. got body cam footage. They yeah. got to release that somehow. I'm yeah. sure other people have footage. The lawyers are t saying lots of people are sending in footage. So yeah. But it seems the police had given reports saying clearly as soon as they tried to start the arrest, he was resisting arrest. And that restaurant owner released the video and said, that ain't true. Yes. So good. yeah, good. good. And this is what we need. This is why yeah. I think it's such Stop a great thing. Stop the cover up. Yeah, fuck Stop that. Stop the fucking cover up. This is why it's a good thing to film the police. Mm -hmm. It's a good thing that the police are wearing body cams. Yes. I'm all for that. Yeah. Absolutely. But it seems it has to be police themselves who stand up against this. Yeah. And when these things happen, they come out in numbers and don't just protect their own. Mm -hmm. But that's such a hard thing. I know they are such like a, fater a fraternity. Well, that's just <laughs> life in general. It's like, okay, yeah. you go to the, like, I'm a dude. I've been in situations where you're at a bar and somebody tries to they fight your friend. Yeah. And what you don't ask questions about is my friend right or wrong. All you care about is I'm on my friend's side. Mm -hmm. I'm picking my friend. It's a war. Yeah. Right. And that's what, that's how people work. They're tribal. Yeah. And a police is a tribe just like anything else. Mm -hmm. And they do have a very dangerous job where they are in risk of their life every single day. I don't disrespect that. I'm very understanding of that because I've told you many times and I've shown you videos. I subscribe to these police videos on YouTube where you see body cam footage of shootings. Yeah. And it's not these ones that make the news. It's everyday situations where a police officer is just trying to do his job and gets into a life and death shootout and he shoots and has to kill this person mm -hmm. and it is not pretty and it is not fun and they're not trying to do it and it has nothing to do with a race yeah. about black versus white it's about life versus death and these cops are trained to understand that their life is at risk at every single traffic stop that they make mm -hmm. and i understand that i do but they are also very much at fault in a lot of escalated situations yeah. and they overstep their boundaries and they are power hungry and they're young kids who young guys who mm -hmm. are probably filled with testosterone and are not making a bunch of money and have to deal with a bunch of bullshit and who knows what kind of family problems they got at home and they're just yeah. they're working a fucking job and they're angry mm -hmm. and and it's like how do you root this out because you do need to protect your friends as a police officer and you need to understand that like these are life and death situations but this was not one of those yeah and talking about like the power hungry and like the control or whatever that they have and like being young guys kind of or just like the power thing when i got pulled over leaving the beach with uh my friend that one time coming home and he wanted to give me a um sobriety test and i was coming home from the beach uh midnight had my bikini top on and some shorts and i had to take a few sobriety tests and like 
three, four more cop cars showed up and it was just like, y'all are just here to like watch the fucking show. Yeah. I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm not starting like a ruckus or anything. And like, what are you doing here? Why are there so many cops here right now? That's even creepier. Yeah. And so, and then they were like, wouldn't let me go home. Cause he kept on saying like, I don't believe that you're sober. I need to wait to do more tests or like something like that. Oh, I need to get a breathalyzer here. Then I like waited 20 minutes for some breathalyzer to come. And like, yeah. I was like, can I? Uh, we're gonna, uh, like, I understand a lot of- um, And I was fine. I passed and I- Yeah, that's But good. he also still wouldn't let me drive my car to leave. I had to like Uber my other friend to come get me. Yeah, and that's the thing is- And drive us home. And I've been in this situation too. I've been arrested many times. Yeah. And I've been in many situations where cops have fucked with me and it is quite the hit to my pride and, and this feeling of like, fuck you, dude. Mm -hmm. I know you're just fucking with me and yeah. there's nothing I can do. Can. And I get, yeah. I get that anger that a black man must feel knowing the, the political climate and knowing the racial undertones of all that. I get that fucking feeling. I, I can empathize with that. Mm -hmm. And it's such a difficult situation where like, I can see both sides of some of these issues and I can see from my own point of view, how I would feel if I was in that position. Cause I've been in that position. I just don't get to say it's because of race. It's just because of a power dynamic. Yeah. And, but also you have no choice. You have to comply. Mm -hmm. You have to, you can't, you can't fight them there on the street and say this, I'm standing up to this right now because they do have the power. They have the power over life and death over you. Mm -hmm. And it's just fucking shitty. It's so, it's so like, yeah, this does need to be something that's talked about and it's being talked about. And these yeah. issues are, are coming up even more and more. And there's just so many of the, and that's, that's, I guess where I stand on these, because if you go back on some of my political issues on some of these ones that have happened in the past is I am vocal about like, guys, this is not somebody that we should like as with the black lives matter movement. A lot of them are situations where like, guys, this guy was a bad dude and he was fighting the cops and should the cops have shot him or not? No, it shouldn't have escalated to that. But also it's not that cut and dry where he's a victim, like the guy who gets shot is a victim, mm -hmm. but these are right. Yeah. And so I've always been of the opinion of like, if you're going to show me these things and make this big movement, focus on the ones like this, mm -hmm. the ones where there is no excuse. Yeah. Don't find the one where this guy just robbed a gas station and he's running from the cops and the cops are trying to arrest him. And then he's punching them in the face and grabbing it for his gun. And then they shoot him and being like, Oh, why don't you tase him? It's like, this is a violent criminal. Mm -hmm. You don't know what this guy's going to do. If he knocks you out, he's going to grab your gun and shoot you because he's trying to like, yeah. that's what police have to do. Unfortunately, you're, I think that's justified from the police even though you wish there was a better way. Mm -hmm. This one is the one that the movement should be focused on. For sure. Any situation like this. Yes. But again, it's so tricky because these things are so politicized that until I see all the footage, it's really, it's like, I, I'm thinking there's a backstory and then I see the security cam footage and I'm like, oh no, it's cut and dry. They had him under control. But then you don't see what happens when they take him down the street. What if somehow he got out of his handcuffs and was fighting? I'm not saying that's happened, no, yeah. but I'm just like, we don't know. It's so don't hard to tell. Yet, you, yeah. Nobody has a whole story. And mm -hmm. a lot of times nobody does. We all just make these rash public uh, opinions and we're not on the jury. We're not seeing all the evidence of the case. Yeah. We don't know. We're not, in, we're just seeing the headlights and they're coming from the left or they're coming from the right. And every side is trying to spin it their way for their political reason. Mm -hmm. And I don't believe any of them. 
I don't believe it. I believe what my gut tells me and what I see with my own eyes. Yeah. And what I saw and what my gut told me was this was fucking awful. Yeah. <laughs> so it does suck. Uh, going back to um, like police power and like, especially with the women, there was yeah. this whole case because I watch all these police things, especially like the, the murder interrogations and things. Mm -hmm. There was a famous case a few years ago. Some of you guys might've heard of it about Daniel Holtzclaw. It's a crazy story. I got to show What's you some that? of these. Yeah. It's fucking awful. It's so it's it's such sweet justice. But even that, there's all kinds of conspiracy theories that he was framed. But he was a mm -hmm. police officer, and he was pulling women over in the middle of the night, turning his lights off, tur turning off his computer, pretending like he was off duty, forcing them to blow him. Oh shit! So they wouldn't get arrested. So or they wouldn't get arrested. He was oh, targeting shit. poor black women yeah. and prostitutes oh and gosh. just underprivileged people yeah. forcing them to blow him. And there's police interrogation where it finally came up. Some woman finally reported it. And then the internal investigations calls him into one of the interrogation yeah. rooms. This guy's a police officer who should know, shut the fuck up yeah. and get a lawyer. And he's thinking, I can talk my way out of this. Yeah. And he's sitting down and you can watch the whole interrogation where oh. they're just like pretending to be buddies with yeah. him. Like, hey, Sometimes yeah, so, too. you know, you know how it is. Yeah, they're doing that. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, you know. You know. And he's just like, nope, no, nah, I would never do that. Oh, and once or twice. And you, you can find the whole thing. Yeah. You look it up on YouTube. It's crazy. You can find the whole interrogation. Yeah. And then he, it turns out he did this to like dozens of women. Oh my God. And they took him to court. So he um, admitted it. No, no. They just, he, it was clear he was lying and they got a lot of evidence and a lot of things of him saying that contradicted things, oh, okay. but they had all kinds of DNA swabs of his oh, semen shit. inside of them. Oh, I mean, God. it's pretty yeah. fucking cut yeah. and dry. And uh, then he goes to court and he gets convicted and yeah. the jury convicts him. And he goes to the sentencing and he's this big, like Asian kind of like a linebacker looking dude oh, who was like, you know, all American, uh, you know, he's Asian, but he's American, you yeah. know, and he's got this like he I guess he was like a failed football star in college or something. And, you know, everybody thinks like he's a cop. He's going to get off and everything's going to be fine. Yeah. They come back guilty and then they do the sentencing and he gets for every count, it was like 30 oh, something shit. years nice. <laughs> back to back to back. It yeah. ended up being like 250 Dang. years in like his life is Done. over yeah. and you just see him. Yeah. Oh God. He's like begging, like, please don't do this to me. They it's like, bro. They think just above the yeah, law. Yeah, dude. Yes. And so. <laughs> so fucked up. And that is like the sweet justice of, yes. but again, it's like. You don't know because there's a lot of conspiracy theories like it could be framed. I'm not on the jury. I don't have all the evidence, but it seems the way I saw it, I saw his interrogation. If they have his DNA, it's like, I know. I'm just, you, I always no, like yeah. to look at things from different angles. Oh, I don't just jump on. It's it. this or that. <laughs> I just try to use my brain yeah. and think rationally. Yeah. You know, I'm not on the fucking, as political as I am, I'm not on one side or the other. Yeah. I'm in the middle. And I like to think about things outside of race and prejudice, For but sure. actually think about what, makes sense and it does seem to me my gut was you know watching his interrogation is this dude's guilty as fuck yeah. and just seeing how he broke down it just seemed like a kid who got in trouble for the first time in his <laughs> life and he's just like not me and you know that motherfucker is having the worst oh, life no. ever in jail because not only is he a cop and a rapist mm -hmm. he's a cop rapist yeah. who's in jail with a bunch of people who he's put in jail mm-hmm 
and he was raping poor black women. Yeah. In, and he's in jail You're for a life. Literally. Yes. <laughs> that motherfucker. And he knew it. And you can just see it crumble. So, you know, there is there is more and more justice yeah. that's coming out with cases like this. Yeah. But it comes through. People was gotta, that on the news? Yeah, it was that a big was, case. That was, it was a big okay. case. And you can see it all on YouTube. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it reminds me of that. When you're talking about these cops who are pulling you over and just trying to fucking sexualize you. I know. And it's like, yeah, dude. I was like, I didn't even bring a shirt. I can't even like put something on right now. Yeah. (laughs) And you're so exposed and you're terrified of going to jail and you're going to do anything to get out of jail. Did you blow him? I'm just kidding. She's like, I thought about it. I mean, if I I had to. I know you were getting turned on earlier, but no, dude, it sucks. And it's like, I see all these, it's just, I see all these angles and I have no sympathy for that type of situation. What he did, what the police is yeah. fucking with you did. And we obviously saw the other arrests where they were fucking with you. I've been fucked with a lot. And I understand the fucking pain that the black community must feel mm-hmm. when they have to deal with this shit. For sure. Especially stuff like that. There, yeah. I have no sympathy for that. But I also do watch a lot of police videos. And there are the police have one of the hardest jobs in the world. And it's life it. and death. And there are so many times where it is just, if they hesitate, you know how terrifying it must be for a cop to be in a life and death situation where they have to decide in half a second whether to pull the trigger or not pull the trigger. And it's either I'm going to die if I don't pull this trigger or if I do the pull this trigger, everybody in America is going to call me a racist murderer and hate me. Mm-hmm. Right. And they literally have to think about all of that yeah. in the in heat of the moment second, yeah. when their life is on the line and all they want to do is survive and get back yeah. to their family. And if you can't, if you're on the black lives matter side of that and you can't also empathize with that, then it's hard for me to also care too much about your political opinion. I agree with you completely about this situation and about several of these situations. And I can empathize with that whole, the socioeconomic side of being a poor black guy dealing with the police in America. I can totally get that. Mm -hmm. But you have to also put yourself in the perspective of a cop, regardless of race. It's black cops. It's Asian cops. It's Mm -hmm. Mexican cops. It's whatever. And it's white cops. And statistically, what's weird is apparently a lot of black people who are shot by police, they're statistically more likely to be shot by a black cop than a white cop. Yeah, that's And I don't know what that is, if it's just because black cops are more likely to patrol black neighborhoods or Mm. black cops are more on edge because they understand the black community more or white cops are more hesitant because they don't want to be seen as racist, whatever it is. It's just a fucking difficult situation and it's sad and it's terrible. And I totally agree that the cops are totally overstepping their bounds and we need to check the police Mm -hmm. in so many ways. But I also understand the difficult position the police are in. And I totally empathize with the black community being fucked with by the cops and being fearful of being shot by the cops just for a traffic stop. But I also understand that black communities often have a lot of violent crime and that is what raises their chances of being stopped by the police. And you have to know not to fight the cops. You have to comply as much as it sucks. It's just, there's so many moving parts to this and everybody just digs in and says, 
And it becomes this racial thing of if you don't agree with me, it's because you hate black people and you're racist. And uh, and then other white people just jump on the side of, well, I don't want to sound racist. So it's just no matter what, the cops are bastards. And uh, that's this trend on TikTok. A-C-A-B, all cops are bastards. Oh, God. It's like that is not helping that anything. Sucks, yeah. That's not helping anything. Yeah. But I get it. But yet I get it. And like, I would be fucked. If I was a cop right now, I'd be fucking terrified. If I was a cop, I would quit. Yeah, I know. That's what I I would would fucking quit too. I'd be terrified. That's that's what we should do. Let's convince all police officers to quit. Yeah. Let's all buy our own guns and police ourselves and have neighborhood watches. Well, that didn't go well either. That's how the uh, Trayvon Martin thing happened. It was a neighborhood watch guy who saw Trayvon Martin walking through the neighborhood. That was in Florida. Yeah. That's what started this whole thing years ago. Mm -hmm. And he went and tried to stop the guy himself. So that doesn't go well either. It's just all, you know, the thing's fucked up, but. I know we were watching one of the videos and it was of a white police police officer talking to a black guy or kind of like yelling at him like I don't want to shoot you I don't want to shoot you like yeah. do not make me shoot you yeah. like it was I like see, he was saying that for like 5 10 minutes like guys, I will need to quit If you want to understand or, um, it's important yeah. to understand the police side of things and not like uh, from a political point of view but from just watch what the police there's a there's a YouTube video uh a channel called police activity on YouTube. Go watch this video. And literally there's hundreds of videos of just body cam footage of police shootings that you've never heard about. They're mm-hmm. not racially motivated. They're not unjustified. They're just situations that are life and death situations. Yeah. And the police have to shoot these people and they don't want to do it. Yeah. They are terrified. They're begging, please don't make me please. And the guys will rush them suicide yeah, yeah. by cop, hoping that they're going to kill them. Cause they have a and gun they, in their hand or like all yes, this shit. And, and they, they pull out the gun and it's whatever. white yeah, and it's, it's black and it's Mexican. And yeah. some of them escalate because the cop fucked up. And some it's of them are job. completely outside of the cop's control. And he was just, and he, some the fucking guy, bre- the cop breaks down after, and it's just sobbing mm-hmm. like a little girl because he just fucking killed somebody and he doesn't even want it like literally it's sad no i know it's sad to see it's not like a fucking grown man like oh i st-, like i'm just emoting it's no, like yeah. they can't even control yeah. this the pain that they feel the empathy that they feel for not yeah. wanting to hurt this person yeah but they had no choice and you have That's to terrifying. understand that you have to see both sides of that and there's you can see so much video evidence of it on youtube but we only see these politicized events on cnn and Fox News, where it's always, they don't show you the white guys that are getting shot by cops yeah. through the same situations. They highlight the black men so yeah. that way it can fit their narrative. narrative yeah. And that's the, the fucking news media is the problem. Mm-hmm. And yes, the police have a lot of systemic problems that we definitely need to discuss. For sure. But the news media is the one riling people up mm-hmm. to get fucking ratings, to get views, to yeah. fit their political narrative. It's gross, man. So just go watch this channel. Watch every video on this channel and tell me that you can't understand where the police are coming from in some of these situations. Mm -hmm. But not this one. Uh, No excuse for this one. No. It's just, it sucks, dude. And I don't have the answers, but I empathize with all sides. And I'm sorry for for, um, George and the black community. I understand the pain that you guys are feeling. And that sucks. But I'm not Mr white savior just virtue signal oh you know i'm not like you know i'm just saying you guys are right on this one as far as i could tell you guys are justified to feel feel something and yeah you know i'm i I understand man it sucks there's nothing i can do i'm just a dude talking you know Mm -hmm. i'm just a dude but 
I definitely stay out of uh, making jokes about this one because it, yeah. it it affected me too. It feels there was bad. one of the shows that I was watching on Amazon Prime or a movie, and uh, they were trying to like change this woman's appearance. She was a late night talk show host, the only woman, and she like had to kind of change up her things. And she did a segment then where she was like the white savior, yeah. where she would like go to like black people and be like, oh, oh they were like, she was like, what is your problem? He's like, I can never get a cab or whatever. And she's like, okay, like I'm gonna get you a cab. And yeah. so she gets a cab and he's like, I don't need a cab right now. And she's like, well, it doesn't it's, matter. It's demeaning. Like, I'm a white it's savior. like pandering. Like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm here to solve racism for the black people. Yeah. And it's like, I don't yeah. want to be one of those people. No, I no. think of everybody as equals. I don't judge in that level yeah. at all. <laughs> but politics can just get crazy when you make it political. Mm -hmm. uh, on that note, we got to take another commercial break and we'll be back with our last and final segment. Oh, we're doing the four? We do four. We just don't do five. Okay. That was our new rule. All right. Yeah. Okay. Keep it a little more. All right. We'll all be right. right back. Erin always sells herself short. She's like, I don't know what to talk about. What are we talking about this time? Erin, we never know what we're talking about. We did I not know. know we were going to talk about this. <laughs> no. I mean, I didn't know. We never know what we're going to talk I about. I don't know. Yeah. And now I am thinking about this because it just gets my brain. Getting, when you get in a, on a topic, it gets your brain moving on that. But yeah, you know, I don't have enough more to say on it. It's just, the, you know, these types of things are just, you know, whatever. Yeah, because we're um, going to talk about cops again. Like, uh, <laughs> we talked about the, la yeah, the last. Yeah, no, times. no, we got to definitely change the subject <laughs> to something a little more lighthearted. Um, uh, my first, um, so I recently thought about this. My first encounter at a sex shop. Okay, <laughs> this is quite the tangent. <laughs> Very tangent. I like it. <laughs> and I like. I just brought it up. It was uh, with one of my best friends. We were super drunk one night drinking. You, I think I, you had just moved out of town. I'm alone. I like, she don't needs wanna to, like she needs hook to, up with people. She needs to feel, fill the uh, void inside her <laughs> vagina that I left, that giant hole that I just left. Yep. <laughs> that so. only a sex toy could fill. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I'm we, flattered. We went to the Todd. Uh, 15 or 30 minutes before this shop closed and we're looking at like all the dildos and vibrators and stuff like that. I've been in there before, but never like seriously to like actually find something. And so they have like some samples where you can like kind of play with the, not play with the toys, but like just. <laughs> I, I like I'm this take one. This to the back. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's sanitizer down there. Just uh, disinfect it when you're done. <laughs> I mean, that'd be cool. I mean, not really. Okay. No, but like <laughs> to try it out. <laughs> but anyways, anyways, um, I turned on this one. and It was like going around like this, brrr, like fucking going in a whole circle. It's going around in a circle very fast. And I was like pushing all the buttons what trying to like get to do? stop. I don't, I don't know. It's supposed and to like smack you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's like inside of you, and I guess it's like oh, like, so it's not like that. It's like a, no, it's not. You're making it like a <laughs> take your shirt off, twist it around your head, spin it like no, a helicopter. It's a little, but like for yeah, it okay. seemed like it was going like this. First I do time that ever sometimes. seeing I like it. To it was get like, the different angles. Oh my gosh! So it's going like this. I'm hitting the buttons, trying to turn it off. It's just like going even crazier, like vibrating and like all the, all this shit. I don't even know. So we have, we're laughing hysterically, not knowing how to turn this off. We go to the guy and he like finally turns it off for us. And he has like this face of like, 
are, do you belong here? Is like, it, is this your first I time? Know, like, do you need some help? <laughs> like, I can show you some things. Oh, he wants to give you the hands-on tutorial. I mean, hey, he, just kidding. He, does he call up his buddies too, like all the cops? <laughs> hey, guys, come watch this. I know. Uh, assistance in aisle five. No. <laughs> but so, yeah. It, then they like called on the intercom or like some shit or like told us like you have like five minutes left I'm like fuck so i guess i just grab one i pay for it it's 55 dollars. yeah don't Worth know it? wake up no <laughs> i wake up in the morning and it's like this dildo with like the clip part is a little um uh hummingbird and it's little little beak like it's, it's shaped like wings. a hummingbird yeah you it's didn't a know that? fucking hummingbird. No, I just grabbed one because I was just like, I'm just, I just need one. So I don't it's not care. because it's the rabbit is the main. The, everybody oh, the loves the rabbit. Great. Yeah, and this is like the hummingbird. No, so okay. it's like a zoo. So. It's like a zoo of dildos <laughs> for sluts. The rabbit doesn't actually look like a rabbit. So like, guys, we're gonna take you on our little safari, <laughs> safari of sluttiness. Yeah. It's a little slut safari. Yeah, I need to get the giraffe next. No. Yeah. Just <laughs> you need that. You need that. You need that long neck. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> you, get, you get the lion to chomp down. Yeah, <laughs> she's getting turned on again. Uh, commercial break. <laughs> all this talk of uh, but it was murder just and, and uh, I can't believe I spent fifty fucking dollars on it and yeah. I never used it. I tried. You do and that I was just a lot. Like, this Aaron. is lame as fuck. You buy things and then you excuse I'm like, me. You bought that uh, vape one time and you never, what even had, vape? it costs like a ton and you were oh. like never even had the cartridges for it no. and you don't even smoke either. So I was like, why are you wasting money I on this? I bought the cartridges, but then I had to buy the uh, uh, vape for it and it was like way more because yeah. I spent like $30 or something on the cartridges and it was like $50 for the Just thing while you're it. drunk. And I was like, no fuck, never no. mind. No. Uh, I gave it to a friend. Well, so. that's good. It went pay it forward to a yeah good cause yeah it was cucumber it seemed very refreshing so and bad for your lungs and you would get coronavirus because <laughs> the young people who are dying of coronavirus are linked to or vaping. vapors oh shit yeah it's a lung disease yeah and vaping is well, not yeah. good vaping smoking's not, not good. good but people are like oh i just vape and it's like that's not good either <laughs> i know <laughs> like what is in that yeah people are dumb yeah. <laughs> people love people love to be unhealthy and say not me. And I do it too. I mean, I definitely have bad habits, but I definitely moderate my bad habits. Mm -hmm. You know, I go off the rails sometimes. Yeah. I know drinking's not good for me. And I always say, like, I don't want to drink as much. And I've been controlling it a lot better. Yeah. Throw back to some of my one of our earlier episodes when we had talked about this and I was like, I want to cut it down. I think I'm doing a lot better with You're it. You're good, yeah. yeah. You drink a bunch of water after the party. Yeah. Like you got a good buzz and uh -huh. everything. And, and then, then you I, like I drink water were very a lot. responsible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That party I was responsible. The beach I was not responsible. Well, I had to step in sometimes. I wish you would respect me a little more. Respect my authority. <laughs> Cause I'm not doing it out of controlling. I'm doing it out of I love know. and understanding. And yet in the moment, the thing is it's so hard when you feel so drunk and happy. Cause you just are like, I feel great Some now. Some more will make me feel good. And it's like, and I, I, and I caught you and I was like, Aaron, yeah. do you feel good right now? And you're like, I feel great. And I was like, then why fuck it up no, I know, with a yeah. shot? Yeah. What is that? Is that going to make you feel better? 
I know. You know? It's like, I just need to be given like a water. Yeah. If I someone know. Just and gives that's me what water, I did is I, I came did. and I was like, here, and I got a water yeah. and I gave it to you. Because yeah. I agree sometimes, especially in like a social party, mm-hmm. a bar, a club, the beach, whatever, house party. Yeah. You just need something in your hand and to too, feel like times, you're drinking. I'm just very thirsty. Yeah. I'm a thirsty person, especially when I drink alcohol. Yeah, she is. <laughs> Super thirsty. That dehydrates Fucking you. thirst traps this one sets. So then I just keep on sipping on it to like, clen- not yeah. cleanse my palate, but like wet my chomps. And so like, <laughs> not, not cleanse my palate. Chomps. Wet chomps. my chomps. It's like you just <laughs> traded out one fucking weird phrase for another. <laughs> I just wanted to... I just wanted to lick my smacker. I just wanted to drip my tonsils. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Beat a dead, not to beat a dead horse. I know today you used it. She's like, she comes in, she's like, hey, Nick, not to beat a dead horse. And I was like, what? And she's like, I just wanted to use that phrase. (laughs) But could you recycle more? (laughs) It's like the trash can gets really full if you don't throw the recycling away. I don't believe in recycling because it's actually worse for the environment. Cool. I don't care about the environment. See, look, I you're just like one of these. Ver- you know how I, in the last segment, in the I was talking about how I don't want to be one of these people who just virtue signals to pretend like I'm doing the good thing. I'll be honest, even if it sounds bad. Yeah. You want to help the environment? Recycling is not helping the environment. No, I do want to help. It's often it, worse for the environment. But also, I don't want to throw out my a, trash can. Nobody wants to have that discussion because they I just know. want to pat themselves on the, the video back and, it is awful. and say, "Oh, I put this in this bin instead of that bin. I saved the planet." It and it's like you actually just harmed the planet. Because where does our recycling go? It goes in a landfill now. I know. Or China, to China isn't taking it. China's and, not taking it anymore. But it used to. And no, even then, even then. What, how do you think it gets to China on a big ass a giant ship that's pumping more CO2 into the atmosphere than all but the cars how combined? All of our cargo goes. Yeah, shipping is bad. So shouldn't so you? We should. I'm just saying. There's an ego, there's a lot of other reasons why <laughs> recycling is bad. My point, but now it's not even going to China because they refuse to accept it. Yeah, it's just sitting here in a yeah. landfill or just getting thrown out like everything else. But it just takes a lot more energy on everybody's part to do that. The mm-hmm. transportation, the it's all getting transported the same way. My trash cans are overfilled. My point so is, it's like okay, whatever. If I have two There's trash a lot of cans, reasons. But still, if they're if they're taking it anyways, then they can separate it. They know mm-hmm. where it's going, and they can figure out the business plan on it. My point is, who's, you're not who's helping. Who's uh, recite? Uh, who's well, every, separating it? Every place is different. Every city and local ordinance. No, I know, has but who's like own. separating it? People. Yeah. People have to do that job. Yes. People have to sit there. You know and how like, many people recycle things that can't be recycled and then they have to throw the whole batch out anyways? I know. Like that's what it doesn't help anything. I know. It doesn't help but anything. It's like I don't want to go through like your garbage garbage. Okay, but that's their job and they can create efficient robots to do that. As be- the point is ex- How are they going to I guess they can see plastic or something. Well, the they're trying to solve that, but it is to, a hard problem to solve. Yeah, My point is this idea that you just put it in this bin and you pat yourself on the back, that is not helping the world. You think it is because you've been told that it is mm-hmm. it's reduce reuse recycle yes. there's a reason recycle is the last one <laughs> because reducing and reusing yeah. is what helps the environment yeah. much more i really want to get recycling. some veggie bags so i don't have to keep on like getting like the plastics and stuff yeah. a lot of the times if i don't need the plastic like i won't get it it depends what i'm actually getting yeah. but i usually just put it in my car because i'm like fuck it i have to wash it anyways it doesn't matter 
Because I don't have plat. I don't have bags. Yeah. Either way, not to beat a dead <laughs> horse, but recycling <laughs> recycle. does not help the environment. <laughs> I have a tiny trash can, so this is the. Well, okay, that's the reason. At least use the reason and say, listen, Nick, if you just didn't put this one beer bottle in the trash, I would have all this extra room. And the OJ <laughs> container. Yeah. Yeah. Two things. Put it in the Yeah. How you about, know how much I would be able to stack on top of that if those two. We're things having were a couple's fight right now on quality. <laughs> this was supposed to be quality time. It is quality time. Only way I can tell listen, you about the I'm, recycling. <laughs> Because before you were like, let's not talk about this now. I was like, you're. Well, I was about to do a podcast. By yeah. the way, guys, I was on a yeah. uh, TikToker's podcast. For, <laughs> somebody asked me to be on their podcast. He's a big TikToker. He has, I mean, I'm a big TikToker, let's be honest, but you he are. has uh, more followers than me. Not Which that is I'm really fucking cool. Not that I'm jealous, but yeah. so today I was on a podcast and I'm literally about to hop onto this podcast on a zoom call <laughs> and then Aaron's coming in like, Hey, not to beat a dead horse, but let me nag you real fast about where you put the, and it's like, Aaron, can we talk about this later? Get out of here. I'm at work. So many times about the Get out of here. <laughs> I can't get skedaddle. It's oh such God. an Aaron move. It's like, Hey, I know you're jumping on a call in 35 <laughs> seconds, but now is the time I want to tell you about my, my, it's cause I was putting trash away. I was putting in trash uh, and I was just like, God, guys, damn, don't, so don't heavy. get in a relationship. Life is much better when you're single. Totally. Yeah. No. I mean, it is kind of great, but also I think this is kind of great. No, nah, there's pros and cons. <laughs> there definitely is. Uh. <laughs> So, yeah. so yeah, the podcast went good guys mm -hmm. subscribe. Since you listen to our podcast, especially a lot of you guys are following on TikTok. I'm going to give a shout out to Husky muscles on TikTok. Yeah. Everybody go follow Husky muscles. And he has a podcast, which is also on Spotify called the Husky muscle show. You guys should go subscribe to that episode. Well, to his podcast and watch the episode of me or listen. I don't think it's a video podcast because we didn't film it. Yeah. Um, Go listen to that episode. It was a short, quick episode. I don't really even know what I said or what we talked about. At the end of it, he was like, so Nick, uh, is there anything, you know, after it stopped recording, he was like, is there anything you want me to cut out? And I'm like, that's not how I work. I don't know. Whatever I said, I said it's yeah. out there, but I don't know. It was a short, it was a short. He was asking you like, there were some things that you said. <laughs> Maybe. Are you sure Maybe. you want to keep that? <laughs> I mean, if, if you're asking me to be on your podcast after watching my TikToks, you should be assuming that I'm going to say says. some things. But no, he seemed to be like, you actually seem like a pretty cool, like uh, open-minded or like, uh, you know, like, oh, like something cool to, you know, yeah, chill dude or whatever. Guy, yeah. Because, yeah, okay. you know, I'm different than I am on my content. Yeah. Um, either way, shout out to Husky Muscles. Thanks for having me on your podcast. And one day I will have you on my podcast, not yeah. this one, but I'm creating multiple podcasts. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is just Aaron's <laughs> podcast. You know, I got to we'll give her something. couples on here and stuff. Yeah, relationship type stuff. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to do my own podcast, especially yes. to talk about my own do shit. Do you know when that one's coming out? Did he kind of give you an idea? Yeah, of the turnover know. time. I'm sure it's within a couple of days. Yeah, maybe tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'll, I'll I'll definitely let you guys know when it is. But yeah. but give him a shout out. But yes, we are going to have. We're gearing up to have guests on this podcast. Mm -hmm. Once and we get some mics, we have uh, the person who invited us to the uh, well, the people who invited us to the house party this weekend, mm -hmm. which was a dope party. Yeah, they are in a bit of a uh, what do you call it? A menage a trois relationship. Yeah, um, 
polyamorous. polyamorous. It's yeah. a guy a with two girls yeah. and always seems to be surrounded by other girls. So you know right away, I'm yeah. a friend of this guy. I'm like, this is my type <laughs> of dude. Uh, and uh, he really wants to be on the podcast. So shout out to you, guy and girls, yeah. uh, Adam and Ambrel. And Danielle. And Danielle. <laughs> and um, yeah, we're going we're gonna to get more microphones. And he really wants to come on and talk about the lifestyle of having two girlfriends at once, which yeah. I have a lot of questions about. I have about. so many questions. Yeah. <laughs> but we need, we need more microphones. But we can't yeah. have five people on a pod. Like, I don't even have the room or the microphones or the way to three film that. here. I mean, I guess. I think, girls. Aaron, I'm just going to have to kick you One off there. and talk about it. That's, That's rude what I as think. fuck. Well, you know, I'm the host of the show. <laughs> now we'll figure it out. But uh, yeah, so fine. I'm going to be expanding podcast. I have my own shows my that I show. want to do. And eventually I want to have guests on my show. So hopefully one day, Husky Muscles, thanks for having me on your podcast. I will invite you to be on my podcast and everybody here watching too, you know. Also, I have that Instagram channel, Two Cool Stools, mm -hmm. RIP Two Cool Stools, because <laughs> I pretty much abandoned that channel since um, uh, I started blowing up on TikTok yeah. for good reason. I got to go where oh, for sure, yeah. you got to water the tree that's, that's you know, planting the money, you know, mm -hmm. that makes no sense. But you get, you get my point. <laughs> Look, the wine's <laughs> kicking in. Um, you know, Water it where the grass grows. I don't know. There's a phrase there. There's, yeah. there's some famous phrase. Yeah. Either way. I only know beat a dead horse. Yeah, that was the phrase you wanted. <laughs> um, uh, but I love having guests on my show and I'm gearing up to have mm -hmm. a podcast where I can have a, in fact, I filmed the episodes because I was doing the podcast, Nick and a Chick. Yeah. I thought that would be a great show. And I think it still will be because, you know, we have all these crazy girlfriends and mm -hmm. I have this weird just dynamic with so many of these chicks anyways. Yeah. But I hadn't started a, a channel. I had no place to put them. And I don't want to just like, start something that I can't keep going. Yeah. So I was like, I'll just hold on to these, but I have those footage. So I'll probably put those on my own, yeah. um, uh, own YouTube podcast. channel yeah. and then maybe keep that going. But I won't do Nick and a chick as its own thing. I'll just do like the Nick Foster podcast or yeah. you know, whatever, something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, so I want to start having more guests. So hopefully I can invite yeah. some of the TikTokers. and, yeah. uh, we were also talking earlier is, uh, I mean, I want to do like a meetup soon, you know? know, and other big TikTokers are doing a meetup, mm -hmm. but I kind of want to do my own that I could kind of throw. Cause mm -hmm. you know, I'm such this social person and I can really, yeah. you know, introduce people and make things run in that way. But I have no clue all the ins and outs of like doing a live event, mm -hmm. especially when you're selling tickets or having thousands of people, at least hundreds of people there. Yeah. Uh, but I would love to like have a meetup. <laughs> Like somewhere here on the I know, beach. But it's like, okay, beach. It's Probably. Like, I was thinking more like, where do you even host that? Yeah, like well, I mean, get some hotels or, or get, like, get the beach or like do like place. a bush gardens thing Beaches or something. Really good, yeah, but that at least on, yeah, cool. at the beach, you can have a ton of people. People can walk around. People yeah. can do their own thing. Yeah. They can even book their own hotels. I don't know. I, I got to figure it out. Yeah. If any event planners out there, or, and other things. There's so many things I'm working on. This is why yeah. I need to like get this podcast going. And I was starting to make If you have those. a niche, DM us. <laughs> I need a graphic designer because I'm going to start a merch line soon. Yeah. And I need to figure out, I have some ideas of what I want to do, but I really need a good artist. And we know some artists, but I got to figure out what works for both of us. Yeah. Um, we know a guy who obviously runs a merch uh, business. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm trying to make something work with him. I need to get some type of talent manager or social media manager, not yeah. for posting things, but to like 
do a lot of the behind the scenes of like making deals that I don't really want to spend my days doing. Yeah. But I just feel this sense of I got lightning in a bottle and I want to, I want to grow it, you know, for sure. And, and I want to focus on the content and keeping it pure to, yeah. to my audience. You just need someone to like, tell you where to go. Well, I have my own ideas of where to go. It's just, I also need to just put somebody on the task. I don't want to be doing it all. Yeah, Yeah, that too. And there are opportunities I feel like I could be leaving on the table. I could leverage this to get into acting. I could leverage this to just get onto other people's shows. I could get news articles written. You know, there's a Mm -hmm. lot of things that I've studied over the years from other people, from Donald Trump to social media stars like Logan Paul to podcasters like Joe Rogan. I'm watching closely. Joe Rogan just sold his podcast, licensed his podcast yeah. for a hundred million dollars on Spotify. That is a huge benchmark for what is possible in this podcasting space. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching that closely, but then I'm also watching the Call Her Daddy podcast, which is a huge podcast owned by Barstool Sports yeah. and how they blew up, but he owns them. Yeah. Whereas Joe Rogan's completely independent and there's all this drama and I'm watching both it's very crazy closely. How those both happen at the same time too. Yeah. <laughs> Podcasting is big business and it's a lot, it's right at the same time where am, um, Spotify is investing hundreds of millions into the podcast space. Anchor yeah. is the app that I use to spread our podcast to Spotify, iTunes, Google play. Yeah. And then I put it on YouTube's YouTube, the YouTube's, uh, <laughs> But Spotify acquired Anchor for like $500 million because they are- Spotify bought that? Yeah, because they want to move into the podcasting space. So they want to become like the Netflix of podcasts. And Netflix pays people big money to put their content on their platform. So So this is a space- So will Anchor not uh, be putting it to channels No, it still will. I'm just saying that they they understand that the future of Spotify is podcasts, not music. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's both. But podcasts, yeah, definitely and we that, yeah. happen to be in a growing podcast right now. So, <laughs> on that note, guys, we're reaching the end of this podcast. So please hit subscribe, yeah. give it a comment and a like. Follow me on TikTok at Nick Foster Jokes. Yet again, that's way too many calls to action. And check out <laughs> Aaronacious underscore twenty one, and um, we're gonna put the link to uh, to these delicious cookies. All right, so see this cookie and then go and order it. If you're in the Tampa area, there you go. Oh yeah. I can't wait to eat that diabetes. All right, guys. All right, guys. Subscribe to our podcast and we will be back next week with a new episode. Thanks for hanging out and, um, RIP George Floyd. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. All right, guys. On that note, we're (laughs) out of here. Peace. (laughs) 